mi gentes. As, as if I could actually speak Spanish. Those are the only few common phrases that I know. But I hope everyone's doing okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I was so scared that... <laughs> First off, podcasting is really hard, you guys. Um, I think it's harder for me because it's I'm trying to be more intentional about the work that I'm doing, and I just feel like I'm just not putting out good content. I feel like I'm boring, and so I was so afraid with my last episode that I was gonna like deter people away. But I just checked my stats, and a a little bit more people than I anticipated actually watched last, or not watched, this isn't YouTube, y'all, uh, listened to last week's episode. So thank you very much to those people. Um, you hold a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah, so I'm back. Um, it's actually much later than I anticipated. Not too much later, but typically like I'm pretty like, you know, uh, adamant about like, what time I'm gonna go and do this podcast work but I don't know why but something possessed me to start talking um at 11 30 at night so you're welcome um (laughs) I'm running on I only slept for four hours last night and then I woke up did a whole bunch of stuff today and then I just like I had lunch like a late lunch my sister took me to this taco place that's near our new home and the food was like damn good that's all i have to say i was like really thinking it wasn't gonna be good it was like kind of like a hole in a wall type of restaurant but when i put my mouth on that burrito listen it was really good so i had like the instant food coma because i also had ice cream on top of that and i was watching tv and all of a sudden i was like okay i'm ready to go to bed and it was like six (laughs) o'clock so i was knocked out from six to 10 y'all for four hours and I was like oh my god and then I realized my you only slept for like five hours so with five and four hours I slept like the normal amount I, I you know um so that's why I'm up I ended up just watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos and I guess while I was watching the YouTube videos I it just kind of made me feel like okay hey like let's maybe record a podcast at this time so here we are um but yeah I mean so far things have been okay since the last time I you know post a little uh episode um I think last week I said a lot of stuff about like insecurities of mine and struggles that I'm going through um thankfully it's kind of gotten a little bit better I would say that I am a type of person who, when I'm going through a lot of shit, I try to develop a routine, a very simple one, to kind of keep me on track. Because I feel like when we start to become super hyper-focused on what we should be doing, I feel like we overcompensate. And I feel this need or this urge to change everything in my life, when in actuality, less is best. So I just focus on two main things, three main things that I really want to focus on and change and just start with the smallest steps possible um, instead of just like going straight into it, making mistakes and just it not being consistent. So my three right now is, um, I guess, income. Um, um, I'm in North Carolina mainly because I've been trying to escape <laughs> New York, love New York, but 
I think I was just feeling really overwhelmed. So I came back home to be with my family, kind of regroup center myself. But I also have the plan of finding or securing a job when I come back to New York in about two months. So my other goal is to find work, which I also discussed in my last episode. And then the other one is just basic self-care. I feel like sometimes when life is just going shit um, and I'm more depressed, I am more likely to take not take care of myself. So instead of me being mad, being like, oh, I have to buy all these products and feel like I have to do certain things, I just start very small, which is um, included in my morning te- routine of like when I wake up, I make up my bed. Um, I'm not a religious person, but I have started praying a lot more often. Just a simple like gratitude, please watch over my family, please give me the guidance, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then I do like a simple self-care routine, like washing my face, you know, brushing my teeth, all that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Because when you're depressed, sometimes your self-care and how you do it can kind of uh, decrease and I feel like I haven't really been taking the best care of myself lately so I really want to kind of be consistent with that aside from you know eating at a regular time not eating trash um, I don't know if I discussed this in previous episodes but I've recently learned that I have been struggling with a little bit of binge eating um, not to the point because there's when I, I feel like when I talk about binge eating or um, I hear other people talk about binge eating it's more like I think of glee for some odd reason. Um, I think of glee and that episode where Marley, this is like after the original uh, members of glee and, you know, she was eating all this stuff and then she was throwing it up, blah, 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 blah. With my form of binge eating, it's more like I'm eating a lot of food, not really being cognizant of what I am consuming, kind of like in a trance. I also like stress eat and um things like that and it was really really bad in new york um i was so stunned by the weight gain that i had that i ended up going to a gym and then y'all know the story i went to not to say that the gym hurt my ankle but i think because i was overcompensating and feeling this need to lose all of this weight i think i pushed myself more than i really needed to and then that caused me to have both of my ankles swollen um so then we're we're on a break (laughs) me and working out we're just on a break you know we're not speaking right now um I want to continue talking to them but it's been really hard I don't know what angle I need to go at um so yeah so I have been struggling with that and it's not so bad here because New York is very stressful I was in I was in and I still am in a very stressful situation personally Um, But coming back here, it's been really nice because I have family who, more family members that can further support me. Back at home, I only have like maybe one or two um, who I'm in like pros, uh, pros. This is what happens when you talk too fast. You start to combine words. I'm trying to say close proximity. And then I said pros. Anyway, I have less family members close proximity, like I would say, like, I live with my grandmother, so, like, I would say, like, she's my main source of contact, um, versus here, where I have my mom, my dad, and my sister, um, so it's a little bit more convenient for me, and I don't really have to worry as much about adult responsibilities, because I have other people in my life who are also kind of, like, helping me along the way, um, so thankfully, it hasn't been so bad here, um, I feel like I've just been cruising, just really kind of slowing down, which, 
is really interesting for me because I understand like I need rest I understand like I've been through a lot like I went through an intense educational program with my master's and then I graduated May it's August May um, June July that's about three months of me just trying to figure shit out Um, so I understand like there's gonna still be some little like effects of burnout but I still have this this fear in the back of my mind that like you need to get up and do shit and I think maybe that's why I'm so hell-bent on getting a job a because I need money like this isn't like you being 16 and asking your parents for like a little bit of money to go to the mall like I need money to sustain me and I'm not in a position where I am where I want to be right now so I need like an adult job that's gonna give me benefits like I mean an adult job that adult job that's gonna give me like you know like health benefits <laughs> a 401k and steady income instead of like pet sitting not to say that pet sitting has not done me justice like even while I'm here I'm actually I just got a job actually I've been getting a lot of job requests to do pet sitting um but I had to turn down one because this woman was like can you uh watch my dog from like during labor like throughout labor day weekend and I was like okay like I'm not really doing anything for labor day weekend but she was just she had so many stuff going on and I was like "Mm." so I said no and then she responded back with oh dot okay and I don't know if I'm just that type of person but I felt like that was hella shady Um, I know some people are like, you're reading too much into text, but I view texting as like writing a paper, kind of. I don't do all that like casual, like, I might do like shaking my head or like LOL and things like that. But when someone puts in a lot of dots, it means something. You don't just put it in there just for no fucking reason, unless you don't know how to text. Um, So when she said, oh, dot, okay, dot, I felt like that was like, bitch, you, you ruined my plans. Like, I was just like, okay. And then she had the nerve, y'all. She had the nerve to ask me, am I available December 2nd through the 27th? Bitch, that's Christmas. Like, what do you think? I? What? I literally put, because I go through Rover, I literally put in my Rover account or my profile when I got here that I'm only in Charlotte temporarily. Um and like this is just my what my schedule is but I'll be back in New York in October and then she has the nerve to fucking ask me if I'm gonna be here for Christmas even if I was here for Christmas why do you think I want to go and take care of your dog and your cat like and then it she she said that she wanted me to not leave (laughs) that's another thing too I know like like I have the option of like offering house sitting but like she's like maybe five minutes away from me right driving and I'm like, can I go home? Like, let's say hypothetically I did say yes and I was coming back in, in for Christmas and I said yes to her proposition. Like, could I not spend time with my family for Christmas? Like, that's wild. But anyway, so I said no. I just thought it was so funny. Um, people are hilarious. Like, I've done a lot of, like, odd-end jobs that I just know that people... I start to ask myself why do people do the things that they do? Like, I used to do door dashing and Postmates, like, two years ago, and um, just the craziest shit that has ever happened just happens. Like, the things that you don't think will happen, happens. Um, So I just think it's so funny. Anyway, what was I even talking about? Um, Oh, yeah, I was talking about life. Yeah, so job and stuff like that. So, again, I part of me feels like I have, like, ADHD. (laughs) 
But I'm like, no, Maya, you just, you think a lot and you hyper-focus on a lot of different things. I think that's different from having ADHD. Um, Because if you physically cannot do simple tasks because your thought process is all over the place, then that needs to be checked. But I can do that. It's just late. I realize that like later at night, I have like all of these thoughts and I'm like, also i don't know if the audio just got really weird um there's really nice ac in my parents home and sometimes the ac will come in and out so if that happens i'm so sorry hopefully you love me and you care enough about me to like undermine that and just listen to my words listen to my voice um okay but yeah um I, i mean besides that like everything's going pretty okay Um, I mean, I'm not in the best situation, but I feel like I will be in the best situation moving forward. And that's what matters because once I start to give up on my future, there's no need to like, you know what I mean? Like, and so now like, I feel a little bit optimistic about what I'm doing. I have some job prospects and things like that. I've been applying to jobs and I feel really good about my future. So very excited. Um, What was I going to say, though? Oh, so, I mean, besides me talking about, like, my life and how things are going, um, I mostly wanted, because I was like, what else have I not talked about? I don't want it to be so sad. I feel like a lot of my stuff is, like, really depressing, but it's, like, my life. My mom has told me one time, she's like, you're so funny. And I'm like, why? And she's like, you just, the way that you talk about certain things is just so funny. But my thing is, I get that all the time. People are like, you're so funny, Maya. You're so funny. Bitch, I am just talking about my life. <laughs> like, my life is comedic. Like, it is a comedy show because it's so... Sometimes I go through my life and I'm like, this needs to be on a show because I cannot believe that this is my life. Honestly, the other day I was thinking about it and I was like, this is the perfect description, Maya, that you thought of to describe your life. I feel like God has given me just enough luck to make me feel lucky compared to some other people, but not enough to make me greedy, if that makes any sense. I feel like he's giving me just the right amount of luck to make me suffer, but also make me grateful for the things that I do actually have in my life. Um, I don't know how morbid that sounds, but it's like, It's just a a tasteful amount of luck. Um, Not enough to make me greedy, but not enough to make me um, go over the edge, right? Because there are some moments I'm like, why, Lord? This ain't it. This ain't it. Like, (laughs) something's got to give, honey. You're going to have to give me a life vest, something. (laughs) Like, something to help me out. But then there's other days I'm like, you know what? I may not be in the best situation, but at least I'm not in the worst situation. And that's what my life is. Like every single day I'm like asking myself, is it going to be a really good lucky day or is it going to be like a shitty lucky day? Like today, I would say it was like half and half. I would say in the morning it was okay. And then like later in the day I felt okay. You know what I mean? But there's other days I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know if it's just me, but I just think it's so funny. Anyway, um, so I want to be a little bit more positive in today's episode. I feel like this would be a great time to maybe discuss things that I'm consuming, uh, watching, um, just on like YouTube and 
uh, like social media and TV shows and movies and things like that, mainly because like I am that type of person. Like I love watching YouTube videos as if it's TV. It's one of my greatest guilty pleasures. Um, I just feel so... I don't know. I just, something feels good about it. Um, and so I've been watching a lot of YouTube. Um, you know, I'm also that type of person that has like their comfort shows. I mean, I feel like I've watched like pretty decent amount of TV shows, like new stuff. Um, I would say like some TV shows I've never really watched is Gossip Girl. (sighs) I don't know. I have some beef about Gossip Girl. Um, and like Game of Thrones. Um, Gossip Girl is not a bad show. I just feel like as I get older, I don't really like too many shows that are about like wealth and like royalty or success or things like that. Like I like more um, closer or imitating life aspect. I feel like Gossip Girl is just like, it's very one-sided and it's just not the type of genre that I'm at. It's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like friends. I feel like it kind of glosses over a lot of like societal problems that need to be discussed. Maybe that's just me being a social worker and me feeling like, you know, representation matters, but I just feel like Gossip Girl does not reflect my values or things like that. So I've tried watching it. It's just not interesting. Love the people who are in there. I think that they're great actors it's just not my cup of tea. So I'm more of the type of like uh, the Umbrella Academy or I mean, I watch a lot of superhero stuff. I watch a lot of action stuff. Um, Recently, oh my God. I, okay, I might as well just start off with this because I have like a whole list of people that I watch. But listen, so I was watching a movie last night. That's why I was probably up all night because, yeah, I was up all night because I was watching this movie and I don't regret it a damn bit. Um, it is called 13 Lives. It's about the search and rescue that happened, I think, in like 2019 in Thailand of those 13 kids or 12 kids and their coach, their football coach slash, you know, Americans soccer um coach who got trapped in a cave and they were trying to find a way to rescue them and they were in that cave for like two weeks I remember when I saw that on the news and I didn't like it was really unfortunate and like I guess I just didn't really know the details and I'm really glad that this movie came out because it was so informative it made me after watching it like I got so teary-eyed because I was like that is the most smartest and most dedicated thing these people have done I want to meet the people because it's like four four Englishmen on a team and they were the one who thought of the idea who reached the boys and safely um, got them all out Um, they were in there for two fucking weeks and none of them died they were able to to save them and rescue them without anyone dying or anyone being hurt like the the kids themselves now two two individuals did die in the process one died like during the actual act of rescue and he was a thai uh navy seal and then there was another one who contracted a blood infection like so this happened in in like july um, so he contracted this blood infection in December and he passed away. 
but the fact like I never knew how deep this was so I'm gonna give a little bit of a background and I really want you guys to watch it if you have Amazon Prime please my god watch it it's at first I didn't think it was gonna be good but then um the director is Ron Howard who is um he, you know, has done a lot of movies as a kid. I forgot which show he started off on, but he is the father of, uh, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard um, from, like, the Jurassic Park franchise. Um, he's a great director. I, I feel like he creates some really good movies. And so when I saw that he did it, I was like, damn, Ron Howard, he did it again. <laughs> but it was really good. The, the part that really gets me the most is that... Um, so these kids were, they were traveling in this cave. And what happened was that there was like a huge monsoon that was arising. And it basically flooded this cave with all this water. And my thing is like, how did they get so deep in the cave? Because they said that the travel from the start of the cave to where the boys were, like scuba diving, was about six hours. And I'm like, how, when, like, I feel like I would know if it's been past six hours of me fucking walking. These kids were crazy. Um, and it was absolutely wild. And then the craziest thing, too, is that days after they got rescued, the entire cave was completely filled up. So just imagine if they waited any longer, that would be it for them. Like, it was wild. Like, I'm just so like shocked and so like I can't even like fathom it into words of how amazing they were able to execute this like you it's literally like going through like a tiny little entryway multiple times but you're swimming I could never the I have really bad claustrophobia so that I could never y'all um so I after watching that I was like damn it I have to meet these men <laughs> and just say, like, you did the damn thing. Um, that was a really good movie. But, yeah, that's one movie I had to share. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, lately I've been watching a lot of adult um, animation. I'm a huge, like, I've watched everything. I've watched uh, King of the Hill, great show, Bob's Burger, classic. Um, started watching Family Guy, which I just have it as background noise, but I think it is kind of funny. Um, what else have I watched? that is considered oh Futurama the Simpsons um I am slowly trying to get into other like iconic um adult animation like South Park but I'm just not there yet like South Park's animation kind of agitates me I'm not only am I a huge fan of like it being like more centered for mature content but I'm a huge fan of animation in general I am the type of person who likes to look at, I'm just so fascinated with like, there's believing that there's actually a team who does frame by frame work for, you know, these shows or these movies. And they're just so good at it. It makes it seem so seamless. And I'm like a huge fan of that. Um, I think my, my love for animation just came from just watching cartoons as a kid. And now like adult animation kind of lets me indulge in that. But like, not saying that I'm watching, like, I don't know, um, what's a little kid's uh, animation that people are like, oh my god, like, you're 24 and you, you watch that? That's for babies. But it's, like, it makes a little bit more sense, um, because it's more curated towards, like, my taste and, like, 
you know, um, content and things like that. So it makes sense. Um, so I've been watching a lot of Family Guy. Um, but yeah, I wanted to discuss YouTubers I've been watching. Um, just, you know, keeping it really casual. For me, my YouTube kind of um, playlist algorithm, if you would say, is a lot of lifestyle stuff. I'm that type of person. Um, I like to see what people do in a day. I'm weird like that. I like to see what people eat in a day. Not to say that I'm going to follow their whole eating schedule. It's just I'm a, I am love cooking. I'm a huge fan of cooking. It brings me a lot of joy, especially since I've moved to New York. It's just like food, food, food just makes me so happy, which we'll probably discuss in another episode because it's like it's making me a little bit too happy. It's like we need to shut it down. We need to, you know, control my intake a little bit. Um but yeah so I watch a lot of YouTubers like I like to see what they're cooking in a week so I can get inspiration and just you know simple stuff I think like for me the lifestyle is just it's just interesting to see how other people are living because maybe it makes me feel good or bad about my way of life or makes me feel like okay maybe I'm doing something right I would say one of the YouTubers I feel like that really makes me feel like I'm not alone in this life is uh Samantha Joe. Um I started watching her god. It's it's really interesting to see how I wa- uh like who I watch and how long I've been watching them. Um I th- I want to say that I was watching Samantha Joe around the time that I moved to New York. Um I just find her so funny and so endearing. Um she is I feel like she's me like I feel like her concerns and her insecurities she's very vocal about that I would say is really being uh, transparent about how she's feeling and what she's doing and like how her life is going and I really appreciate that Um, I feel like in another world she is me because she grew up in like this small town and she finally moved out on her own and she moved well she's from Wisconsin and she moved to Florida And then now she's based in Nashville. And, you know, she was talking about, like, first off, moving away from, like, a small town, but also moving out on your own. And then now moving again as you start to feel a little bit more confident in your abilities and, like, you know, uh, your, you know, things like that in your life. And I feel like that is me. Not to say that, like, I did necessarily grow up in a small town. I grew up in New York. But I lived pretty pretty much majority of my life in a small town in Charlotte or in yeah I would say Charlotte adjacent because when I say like I'm from Charlotte Charlotte they're like you're not from Charlotte and I'm like Charlotte is literally downtown Charlotte is where I was living like where I spent most of my childhood was maybe 15 minutes away so I feel like it is kind of Charlotte but we beg to differ um And, you know, now moving to New York, I feel like that was like my big mature step. And now that I feel like I've conquered New York, I want to do more traveling. And I feel like that my aspirations of what Samantha Joe was going through is my, you know, is what I'm going, you know, like we we are the same. Um, So I really appreciate her transparency. And she's just a great person. I think she's so funny. I don't know why she like often shits on herself. Like, I just watched a YouTube video of hers that she just posted and she was like, I don't know why people like, like she, I just feel like some, like she's just going through it sometimes. And I feel that cause I'm also going through it. And she was discussing how like, you know, she feel this, like this huge pressure to do something in her twenties. And that's one thing I think is so funny how everyone has different opinions of how you should be living your life in your twenties. 
And it just really pisses me off because for me, I am the type of person where like for a while, and I still kind of do, I am a people pleaser. And so I try to follow advice of people who are like older than me because I feel like maybe they have some insight. But in actuality, again, like I've repeated so many times and it's like, why don't I follow my own opinion is people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So um, like... Some people might say, oh, 20s, this is a great time to, like, waste shit. You know, just do whatever the fuck you want. And then other people are like, 20s is for you to, like, hone in on your skills. You know what I mean? Really lock shit down. Like, your financial goals, you know, your relationship. You got to have that shit figured out so it's an easy breeze for you later in life. And I'm kind of just stuck in the middle because I feel like I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself of who I need to be. But also, like, people have been telling me, they're like, you're getting older, Maya. And I'm like, bitch, I just realized that. Like, I am not 21 anymore. I'm 24. I'll be turning 25 next year. Five more years later, and I'm 30. Not to say that I view 30 as, like, that's the end of life. I think a lot of people, I think that was, like, the standard, like, way of thinking of, like, oh, my God, I got to get all my shit figured out before I'm 30. Because after that, like, I'm just, like, that's it. I feel like... 30s to 40s I feel like I'm gonna be feeling real fucking good you know what I mean I feel like I'm gonna be a bad mama jamma like I'm gonna be killer I feel like I would just be finally growing finally stepping into this role that was always meant for me I I just I don't know 20 something I just feel so unnatural I feel like I'm just not getting shit done I feel like I'm not getting shit right maybe it's just me so yeah anyway so uh, uh anyway where was i going oh yeah samantha joe so please check her out if you ever get the chance to i think she's really relatable she's very funny um i feel like we would be best friends i just it's so sad for me to think that she does not have friends but then i think about myself and i feel like i'm not worthy to have friends because i feel like i'm just not the best person And then I think about her and it makes me think about this one statement that I heard or I read. See, okay, let me backtrack. Let me give you all some context. I'm a huge fan fiction fan. I still have Tumblr. Uh, I had downloaded Tumblr for the first time when I was like 14 (laughs) and now I'm 24 still have Tumblr. Um, So I read a lot of fan fiction and I was reading this one fan fiction and I was like, oh my God, I'm such a huge simp. Maybe that's why I'm not dating because the Pisces in me is just always trying to figure out like little imaginative scenarios and me thinking like that's what love looks like and I'm like bitch someone really curated that and wrote that versus you doing that shit in real life it's just not gonna add up but I thought it was really like I personally if my future soulmate is out there they're listening um, or my future partner is listening please say this to me at least once in my life because someone who has dealt with depression and anxiety and like a lot of insecurities, it's just really nice to hear that because I think with relationships, there's always this moment where you feel like you may not be good enough for the other person, but you don't want to say that because you don't want to show off your insecurity. And so now you're trying to playing this, you're playing this like game of like, okay, does this person really like me? Like, have they just lost interest in me? I don't want to let them know that this is how I'm feeling, but, like, it is a very, like, sensitive topic. But um, someone, or no, what I read in this fan fiction, and I've heard people say this in real life, and I just think it's the sweetest thing ever, especially people who are dealing with a lot of shit, is when people say that I am not worthy to be loved or 
you know, you don't love me or it's okay, you don't have to love me or this and this and this, like have like creating all these topics or these reasons why they shouldn't be loved. And then the other person says, you don't get to tell me who I love. I think that is very, very sweet because for me, I think with my insecurities, it creates a bubble that makes me not able to see what everyone else's outside reactions are. And so I think about that all the time when I say I'm not worthy to be loved because I feel like because I've lived with me for such a long time, I've gotten so sick and tired of myself versus someone else who's seeing me or meeting me for the first time. They may, they have a different opinion of who I am because it is the first time that they're seeing me, if that makes any sense, right? So like, for instance, I always use Chris Evans as an option because Chris Evans is a dream. Um, (laughs) Any other adventure Marvel guy is a dream, but I'm going to use Chris Evans because it's just like more common for me. If Chris Evans said, hey, I'm a terrible person, I suck, no one would like me, I would be so flabbergasted because it's like, I like you. You know what I mean? Like, I, why would you say that? Like, you don't know how I feel. I feel like when people are saying that about themselves, they're thinking that everyone has the same mindset as them. And so they now know that's another form of mind reading, which is cognitive distortions, um, that they just assume that that is what everyone else feels, that they feel what they feel, right? But in actuality, you're just one side of the, not the issue, but one side of the conversation. So when I hear Samantha Joe talk about herself and she's like, I hate myself or I just feel like why, you know, I can't make friends. People don't think I'm lovable. It's like you're only seeing one side of yourself. I think that she is completely lovable. lovable. She has a huge fan following, I would say for like a 23 year old, a huge fan following following. And I feel like for her to put out that she can't make friends is just so, it's so sad for me to hear that because it's, she's such a great person. And I, you know, I just wish that, you know, she didn't see that way about herself. Um, the second person I've been recently watching, I probably cannot say her name. So I'm going to say the best way I can. Probably not the best way. Her name is uh, Natasha, Natasha. Ocean, Oceany, Oceana, I don't know. She is a health fitness um, blogger, lifestyle person on YouTube. Um, I was always so intimidated watching her videos because I was like, I am not that bitch. I am not someone who goes to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like we all kind of lie to ourselves. <laughs> I know I lie to myself <laughs> where I'm like, oh yeah, I can definitely do this. Or this is the type of person I want to be. And then I realize like, this is just not reflect who I am. One thing I've been noticing that I've been trying to do more often is doing a social media cleanse or not a cleanse, not like a, like, I'm not going to use social media. It's more like a cleanse of your followers, not your followers, but the people you are following. So actually closely examining the content and who are the content creators of the things that you're like watching consistently and trying to see like, is this someone who reflects the life that I want to live? Personally, like if you would have asked me two years ago, if I would have her on my list, she would not be on my list because I just felt like she was just embodying someone that I wanted to be, but I was not there. And I feel like it was very impossible for me to reach that level. But recently I was watching something that she was talking about like nutrition and how to create a workout plan. And 
normally for me, I think my attention span of just like TikTok and Vine and like all these short live content, um, I feel like I can't really do well with long videos, but I ended up watching like multiple 30 minute videos of hers talking about like workout plans. And I feel like she really describes it in a way that's not boring and doesn't overwhelm me because people say a lot of shit people say a lot of stuff and I feel like when people put out certain content about like informing stuff I sometimes feel like I do this too is I'm like reading off of a paper but in actuality like she's making a lot of eye contact like it felt like she was really having a genuine conversation with me even though I'm not like nowhere near her um so I've been watching a lot of her stuff and I think she's so funny and I think she's very adorable and I think she's very endearing so I've been watching her a lot recently. Um, again, huge lifestyle person. I probably always will be. It just is a fresh, a breath of fresh air for me. Um, I can probably, what I'll probably do on my on my Instagram is probably just give you guys a list of other YouTubers I really enjoy. Um, last time I did that, um, it was Instagram people that I follow. It was mostly like health and diet and stuff. One woman, um, she has like a million followers. She reposted me and I was like, hell yeah. So if I ever have the chance for Samantha Joe to listen to me, hi, how are you beautiful? Um, that would be huge thing off of my like list of things I want to accomplish. Um, so if she can ever acknowledge me, that would be freaking fucking awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of other people that I... Okay, recently I found this guy on Facebook and I'm not going to lie, I did follow him because I thought he was cute and then I realized he has a girlfriend and then I was like, are you not going to follow him? Like, are you going to unfollow him because he has a girlfriend? And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to be that bitch. Um, I think he's so funny. Um, It's just like little snippets of his stuff, like his shorts and stuff like that or his videos on Facebook and then I just realized that he has a podcast on YouTube and I was just watching it, um, his newest episodes about making friends, making friends in as, as an adult. And I just felt like everything that he was saying was A, relatable, B, just the delivery was just really good. And just so like, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I feel that too. Um, his name is Matt Chumber. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. Chumber, Chomber, I think it's Chumber. Um, again, I feel so bad if anyone who I'm actually saying this to or like describing in this episode, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Um, I would say, Matt, please come to either North Carolina, Charlotte. I will actually, no, I'll go any place in North Carolina for you, honey. Um, or New York, please. I mean, I feel like I've done enough. I feel like I can probably come back to North Carolina one more time this year. I've already done it too much this year. (laughs) three's my limit um but if you can come to New York that would be the best that would be the best way to end um end this year if you can come out before 2023 that'd be great I will love you internally for that externally forever whatever um I just find him so funny um his his little videos just it's like the best part of my day and it's like I'm subscribed to it so I get the notification whenever he posts it stuff. It's so funny. My favorite things that he does is when he creates um like cooking videos and actually the food's pretty good. Like I'm like, "Okay, cuz I've seen people cook and I feel like I'm so particular about how people cook." 
and he cooks very well. Um, I would say I would probably recreate something that he's made. But my favorite cooking video that he did, and I had to repost on my page, was him cooking chicken par- um, chicken parmesan. Yeah. Um, and he did it in a style of like it being like the mafia. It was so funny. I watched it so many times. I feel like I've watched all of... I actually know I have watched all of his videos. So I'm always like very eager to for him to release more content. Um, I just find it so funny. Like for me... Oh God, I hate to be this person. I hate to say this because I'm like, I don't want to like shit on anyone. But um, I don't know. Lately, I've been consuming a lot of like female led, um, like comedic works, you know, movie works, you know, things like that that are female led. Um, I don't watch a lot of like men led content as much as I used to, um, mainly because I just feel like. I just can't relate to a lot of men and like what they're going through. I mean, honestly, because I am a heterosexual straight woman um, or a heterosexual cis woman. So I feel like, and also like just my taste and my interests. I just feel like some guys who are comedians, I just feel like it's just not relatable. It's more like, you know, being like a father and like, oh, like where my bitch is at. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not the the taste or the level that I'm at. I would say there are a lot of male comics that I do appreciate. Um, I really love Joe Coy, Kevin Hart. Um, oh my God. Oh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Noah. Um, who else? There's a list of people. I used to really like, um, oh my God. And you know what? I'm happy that I forgot his fucking name because he is canceled for me personally. I think he is a great comedian, but I don't think he's a great person. I feel like he's a great comedian, but he's a shitty person. And for me, that's it. (laughs) If you're a shitty person, I'm not a big fan of you anymore. Um, Oh God, I can't remember his name, but it's okay. I don't even care about him. Um, Okay, now I have to look it up because I need to know who he is. Um, You'll probably hear me like typing on here. I record my podcast on my phone um oh John Mulaney yeah I'm done with him I know like I shouldn't but my thing is I I, again there's two sides of the stories and maybe like his side will never come out but the way that the media has portrayed him it's really making me hate him because he him and his the situation with his ex-wife and now he's dating Olivia Munn and they have a kid together it just makes me mad because on numerous occasions even within a stand-up he said that he did not want kids and that his wife I feel like his wife wanted kids and then something happened they broke up and then now he has a fucking kid I just feel like that shit ain't adding up so John Mulaney I I'm done with him um I used to love John Mulaney but I feel like John Mulaney also is not putting out as much content as he is. I mean, he does like big mouth and things like that, but he hasn't done stand up in a while. And I just feel like he was honestly like a phase, um, personally for me. Um, so I just can't with him, but I, there's a couple other people and I'll probably like list it in my own like personal stuff if you want to follow me there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I just don't really consume a lot of male comedians as much as I used to 
Um, but I feel like Matt Schumer is just so fucking funny. And I think he's so unapologetically him. And I appreciate that. I, I feel like as I get older, I really appreciate authentic transparency and people really being real because I feel like with social media and just like media in general, all forms of it, I feel like a lot of people are prone to lying and creating this facade that shit is going all right. And I really appreciate how like recently in his podcast, like Matt Schumer was talking about like his struggles of being a comedian and like wanting to hone in on his craft, but like, you know, money not adding up. And I feel like that's so so common when like you have been working like for the man for such a long time and then you want to kind of like steer away from that and do something that you're really passionate and you feel really genuine about and then it's just really hard for you to navigate that because you know it's not um you know paying the bills or things like that and it's like it's a really weird situation to be in because it's like this other job this other mindset does not make me happy this does you know doing something, you know, practicing my craft, doing something that I'm passionate about makes me happy, but it's not necessarily more um, creating a lot of money or revenue or things like that. Um, And so I just really appreciate him being really authentic about it. Um, And also, I mean, he's cute. I personally, I think he's very attractive. So it's also another thing too. Um, I'm not gonna lie, as I get older, I like looking at attractive people. If I can just look at them for a little bit, few seconds later, you know, a little bit more, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, I mean, that's honestly, that's one of the things that really motivated me when I lived in New York, or when, as I still live in New York, for me to go outside is I get the opportunity to see someone attractive, you know, something, someone real good looking to make me feel better, um, Now, me interacting with an attractive person, especially when I'm not looking the greatest, that's when I get fucking pissed. Because I'm like, out of all the days I look like shit, I got to come across this gorgeous specimen while I'm looking like Dora fucking the Explorer. Like, mm, 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 mm. and then the days that I do look good, no one's there. Interesting quite fucking and see this is the situation of god saying "Mm, just enough luck but not enough you know what i mean not enough but also something to make you feel good um these are just the scenarios that i live in um first world problems obviously um trying to think of other people um no i feel like that's it i'll probably because there's so many people i i watch i listen to i you know really love I'll probably post like a favorites page just something of like all of my favorite youtubers and things like that just so I can get like a shout out because I really want to like meet them it's so hard like I've never really met a youtuber um I like I know there's like VideoCon or VidCon or something like that um I you know I'm not the type of person to be going over there because I just feel like it's a lot going on but I would love to meet one of these youtubers in real life I I've always wanted to go to a meet and greet but also I'm like I'm extroverted, but I'm also extremely introverted, and I feel like just meeting people in general is just really nerve-wracking. Um, I just, I don't really do well. It's it's like two sides of me. Like, I love talking shit. I love saying stuff and discussing things on this podcast, but if you were to meet me in real life, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Not to say, like, things don't add up, but it's like, I don't know. I, I just feel very... Um, feel like i'm just two separate people i feel like i'm less confident out in the world but yeah anyway that's it that's my spiel um 
I, that's that's all I have to say. Um, I will post my favorite stuff, my favorite page. Not probably Friday because I have to post this tomorrow. That means I have to edit. Thankfully, I don't. I don't think I have to make a lot of cuts, which is great. Um, my mom said that she listened to my podcast yesterday, and this morning when I when I was talking to her, she was like, "Have you ever thought about like maybe changing the music?" And I was like, "Uh, for what?" And she's like, "Yeah, like for your intro and your outro." And I was like, no, like, I like the music. That's why I put it. So it's consistent. And, uh, yeah, she's like, I, you know, I feel like it'd be really nice for you to do different songs. And I was like, oh, God, then I got to, like, find, like, no copyright music. Anyway, so this is for you, Mama. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. I hope that whatever time you're listening to this, that you're doing well, that it is a productive day. It's the day that you want, the day that you envision, the day that you are trying to, to, to be at that level. You know what I mean? I hope that, you know, you're doing well, your family's doing well, that you're, you know, life is just going great for you. And I hope to hear from you guys soon for my next episode. And let's switch it out. Thank you for listening. If you want to stay connected and learn more information, such as content about the next podcast, our future guests, and other important links that I've discussed in each episode, then check us out on Instagram at you underscore good podcast or email us at yougoodpod at gmail.com. We love DM, so send us a message if you have any comments, questions, and concerns. Lastly, don't forget to be kind and ask yourself, are you good?